often struggle to see God working in the midst of your troubles. Life isn't always easy, but God is always there, and better yet, with a plan and a purpose. In this podcast, Christian Girl Living in the Eye of the Storm, I hope to help you find God even in the dark times. So sit back, relax, and let's jump into the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 4. My name is Lolo and this episode is titled Dealing with Depression, also referenced to as the Elijah episode. As always, I'm going to start us off in prayer and then we'll get into the episode. Alright. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for another day. Another day to learn more about you and get closer to you. I thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to speak and share this with people all over the world. You truly work in many ways. I pray for the person listening. Although I don't know who they are and what they're facing today, you know everything about them, down to how many hairs they have on their head. I pray anything they remember from this episode is what you need them to hear from you. Thank you again. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so quickly before we get more into the episode, I just want to say that no matter the feelings or the lies you may be telling yourself, that you're so loved and cared for no matter what anyone says, no matter what you say to yourself you are loved and cared for. I just, I had to say that. I do have my master's degree in social work, and with that education, I've learned a lot about depression and worked with many people who do have depression. And I know that often people have different triggers and I just want to say that if that's you, someone who experiences different triggers, I just want you to proceed with caution. Of course, this podcast episode is here to help you, but still, you know, just talking about this stuff and getting into it, you know, I just think it's beneficial for me to say that up front. Obviously, I'm not trying to trigger you in any type of way. Um, That's not my intention at all, of course, Um, but I just want you to be aware of your thoughts and feelings during the episode and just, you know, proceed with caution. That's all I want to say because I don't, I don't want to be the cause of, you know, something bad going on. Alrighty. So, from what I have come to know and learn about depression is there are two big types of depression. So, there's one in which you're born with a chemical imbalance in the brain, which leads to depressive thoughts, feelings, and other depressive symptoms. And the term that we use for this is clinical depression. And, of course, this is one that's more chronic and reoccurring because this is something that you're born with. And then there is a second type which we reference to as a situational depression 
where something has occurred or lack thereof that has caused the depressive thoughts, feelings, and emotions and symptoms. Now this is usually on a shorter time period, but the level of symptoms are deep and they're very difficult to deal with. So both of these are diagnosable. Uh, they have different levels of severity, it just depends. And they both can last for different periods of time. Now, like I said earlier, the chronic depression can last for a lot longer because it's, it's something that you're actually dealing with in the brain. And then situational is usually after something has occurred. And that usually lasts for a period of time afterwards. But both of them are treatable. Now, I am a firm believer in God's healing abilities. Absolutely. But I also do understand that it's all in God's timing and His will. I think sometimes with Christians, like, and even other people who may not be Christians, but they always just say, Oh, just pray it away. And that can be very frustrating as someone who struggles with depression because, especially Christians who have prayed about their depression, it's just not always going to work that way because God has his timing and God has a will for your life. And maybe at that moment, that's not what he wants for you. Now, he wants you to be happy, of course, and joyful. Well, he wants you to be joyful, that's the thing. No matter what's going on in your life, just know that you can still be joyful in your soul. I just mean, there is a time for everything, and he says that. And his timing is perfect. They find even that Christians dealing with depression, they struggle in their faith too. They struggle because... They tend to believe that maybe they don't have enough faith, especially when their prayers of healing aren't answered, or at least answered in the way that they desire. But it isn't always based on your faith. You know, quite quite often, even in the Bible, we some of we see some of God's most faithful followers struggle with the most difficult things. But he has a plan, and with his help, strength, and guidance, you will reach your purpose, feel his love, and find joy. So with that being said, let's talk a little bit about Elijah. So in my last episode on failure, I did touch a little bit on Elijah's story. But in this episode, I want to go a bit deeper for this specific topic of depression. So, Elijah doesn't have a book in the Bible, but we can find his story in the book of Kings, which is located in the Old Testament, just for reference. So, Elijah was a prophet of God, and his main goal as God's prophet was to guide Israel out of the corruption that they were experiencing. Previously, 
Israel had been ruled by multiple evil kings, which caused a lot of suffering amongst the people. So every prophet has a duty that's given by God, and this was Elijah's to help them get out of the corruption. Elijah was a very faithful, godly man, and because of this, God was always watching out for Elijah. And we can see that in the story. We, we see how before Elijah actually arrives to Israel, God takes care of him. God was very unhappy and displeased, displeased with Israel, so he brought a drought amongst the land. But God always ensured that Elijah had water to drink and provided him with food. They were provided by ravens and eventually by a widow once Elijah had to move. We see just how faithful Elijah is when miracle after miracle kept taking place, such as the widow's food supply lasting until the next rainfall and the widow's son rising back to life after Elijah prays. As it seems, Elijah's succeeding at his duties and making a true impact on the individuals around him, all while pleasing the Lord. He even challenges Ahab, an evil king, to prove the God of Israel is the one true God. Through this, the Israelites gained newfound faith in the Lord, and this happened because of Elijah's firm, fla- firm faith and obedience in the Lord. Of course, after this, he is experiencing triumph, but not for long when he, kno- when he knows Jezebel, an evil heathen queen, wants to have him killed. Out of fear, Elijah decides to run away into the wilderness. Elijah was scared, and even on top of that, he believed he was failing at his ministry because Jezebel still wanted the people to worship Baal. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I really don't know. It's B-A-A-L instead of the God of Israel. Due to his belief in his failure, He becomes very depressed. He experienced the fear, depression, loneliness, discouragement, all while in the wilderness. And, you know, he was physically alone, but he also felt very alone in the fight that he was fighting. And experiencing all these very negative emotions all at once took a toll on him. And... It took a toll on Elijah to the point where he didn't want to continue on. He even asked God to take his life. He felt too defeated and weary to want to try anymore. The Lord knew what Elijah was feeling and knew what he needed. He allowed Elijah to rest in the wilderness, and then he sent an angel to meet him. The angel went to Elijah to strengthen him. He gave him, or the angel gave him food and water, 
and he encouraged him in order to nourish his body and his mind. Eventually, after listening to the angel, Elijah finally rises and travels to Mount Horeb, where God directs him, and he does what's asked. And then eventually, Elijah succeeds into heaven. Now, of course, there's so much more to Elijah's story, especially at the end, but uh, for this episode, I guess I more want to put the focus on the parts leading up to Elijah running away and what was going on in the wilderness. So, in this story, we see a faithful man of God who's being taken care of by the Lord, witnessing miracle after miracle, doing as the Lord has asked, having successes and feeling triumph, yet gets too overwhelmed, runs away in fear into the wilderness, and while alone struggles with depression. In life, sometimes people only get to see the positive things and the successes in one's life, not even knowing the internal battle they're facing within them. And sometimes us ourselves get so wrapped up in all of the successes and all the things we're doing that we don't realize how burnt out we're getting. And sometimes even nowadays I think a lot about social media and how people can portray any version of themselves that they want not even accepting what's really going on because they've put this fake persona out there and they tend to believe that that's really what's going on in their lives that they don't even focus on truly what's going on internally I just I just thought about that you know about how people do that nowadays but I think it's easy to just focus on the good things or at least try to which which isn't always a bad thing but it's also important to recognize what's really going on inside and obviously during Elijah's time there wasn't social media or anything like that but because he was a prophet and doing all of the Lord's work many people were able to just witness and see the positive things that were coming out of it and some people were agreeing with his teachings and they believed what Elijah was saying and doing however not all of them did and some wanted him killed especially the queen that I mentioned earlier Elijah became fearful so he decided to hide and then he was just alone and afraid Elijah's story is an example of what situational depression can look like. Something negative had occurred in his life, which caused a period of the steep level of sadness and isolation. Now, I know there are many misconceptions and misunderstandings when it comes to depression, and there's even people who... You know, even people in the world who just don't believe that mental health issues are real. But they are very real, and people like you, me, and even individuals in the Bible have and can experience them. 
two definite things that I want you to know is your feelings are valid and you're not alone. Many people experience them and your feelings are true to your experiences. And especially for those people who struggle with chronic depression, like you're legit born with something that you can't help that causes these feelings and emotions so no one can say that they aren't real they aren't true alright so going back to Elijah let's just discuss a little bit about what was going on in the wilderness specifically after he expresses that he can't take it anymore and feels too alone I found some good stuff in this part of the story. So, one, it's good that Elijah is going to God and expressing what he's truly feeling in that moment. God knew Elijah needed a break. And this takes me to the second thing that's really important, because God knew exactly what he needed after he expressed himself. You know, Elijah kept expressing how hard and overwhelming things had got, and dealing with all the stress and negative feelings could have easily made him even more exhausted and burnt out. 3. God met Elijah exactly where he was. He sent an angel to him in the wilderness. That angel was then able to be there with Elijah to aid him and to help him to get going again, to encourage him and nourish him. And that honestly brings me peace in knowing that God always knows what I need and he can meet me wherever I am. It makes me think about the Jonah episode I did and how even in the belly of the whale, God could hear Jonah and then, like, with Elijah in the wilderness here, like, God was able to meet Elijah when he ran away. Like, you can hide from everybody else, but you can't hide from God. And sometimes maybe that's scary for people, but when you're going through a hard time and you need someone, and you, maybe you push other people away, but you still know you want someone... God's easily right there for you. Which is very comforting. And better yet, when he knows exactly what you need. Even when you don't know yourself. And one other thing that I want to point out that's completely true and relevant to the story, we can see it in Elijah's story, is that self-care is super important when you're going through things like this and you're exhausted and alone and depressed just feeling negative self-care is so important taking care of yourself nourishment we see God allowed Elijah to rest and then when the angel went down the angel brought him food and water whenever we're going through a rough time it's so important to keep up with these simple things. These simple simple daily things in life. And I know that sometimes the simple things can be 
so much harder when we're experiencing negative thoughts and feelings and the emotions that come with depression. But they do help. They really do. I know getting out of bed might be hard one day. Taking a shower. Eating a meal. Brushing your hair out. But it helps. And you want to know why? Because our physical health is connected to our mental and emotional health. If you're not keeping up with your physical health, health, it can negatively impact your mental and emotional health. Because they're interlocked. You know, like when you're physically sick, it makes you just feel like your emotions, you're not super happy. You're not mentally all excited and feeling good about yourself when you're feeling sick. And sometimes for people, when you see that they've, their emotions are down, they're going through something, they don't even look healthy sometimes because, you know, you're not willing, you're not as willing to take care of yourself physically when you're mentally and emotionally going through things. But it's important to take care of yourself in these moments. It's just all connected. And even spiritual health is connected. I think all of your health categories, or whatever you want to call it, are all interlocked with one another. Because when one starts messing up, then other things can get messed up too. So it's important to pray. Don't worry if you feel like you're just word vomiting to the Lord. You're just spilling out emotions. He listens to it. He listens to the messy, broken prayers. Even if you don't know what you're saying. Because what's amazing about God is he can even understand your tears. He understands tears are what they're saying even when you can't get the words out because he he knows everything he knows what you're thinking he knows what you're feeling but going to him is just showing that you want him to be a part of it you're allowing him to work in your life if you're going to him he will meet you so don't be ashamed of your feelings. You just have to do your best to explain them in whatever way that may come out. Maybe it does just come out in crying to the Lord. But making that step to express them to Him is a good step. I know sometimes people in this world can make you feel like you have no right to feel the way that you do and you know sometimes we don't even feel that we do either that we have the right to feel the way we do there's probably just so much going on inside 
that you need to unpack and face. Sometimes we suppress things so much that we don't realize. And you know, like, if you're still feeling weird about something or upset about something and you don't fully understand it, there's probably a lot that you haven't even brought to the surface yet. Because I know for me, when I was going through my breakup, I was so depressed afterwards. And then after a certain amount of time, like... I felt like I should have been okay by then, but I just wasn't. And I didn't know why, I really honestly, for a while, just didn't understand it. And then after I prayed more about it, and actually allowed God to work through my situation, because I thought I was allowing God to work through it, but I really wasn't. I was kind of pushing God away a bit, actually. I kept telling myself that I, I was allowing God to work through it, but I wasn't. So I think being honest with yourself, making sure that you're actually allowing God to work through the situation, it does help you to realize so much because once I fully opened up to the Lord about it and all the feelings that I had been feeling, He unpacked so much in my situation that made me realize why I was feeling the way that I was feeling. It made more sense to me. But going back to what other people think, you know, people don't know you the way that you know yourself and the way that God knows you. You have the right to feel you're human, and different situations affect people in different ways. Maybe someone else, I realized, you know, like with my situation, someone, someone else may have went through a breakup or a similar thing like I did and maybe in two months they were completely fine and it takes me so much longer like maybe for them it wasn't as hard and for you and your situation don't compare it to everybody else because everybody processes situations differently and their feelings differently I just think, especially when it comes to the situational depression, we just have to express ourselves to the Lord and allow Him to work through the situation, and He'll meet us where we are and provide exactly what we need, just like in Elijah's story, and even in mine. Once I fully opened up and allowed Him to work, I noticed those changes, and even though it still took time, I wouldn't be where I am today if it weren't for the Lord and giving me the comfort that I needed. And he does that with anyone and everyone who asks for him to work in their situation. And no matter how deep the feelings go, like it does get better. I know people always say, oh, time heals. And after time and time went by, I was starting to believe that wasn't true. And yes, it does help, but I honestly think God was the whole reason that I feel the way that I do now. And I kind of feel like in Elijah's situation, if it wasn't for God, I don't know where Elijah would have ended up. Because he was also in a very, very deep place. So for those individuals who are diagnosed with 
clinical depression. You know, you may think that things are a bit different because there hasn't been like this specific thing in your life that has taken place causing these feelings. Although situations, of course, can definitely heighten those feelings. And I think, yeah, you're, you're right. It's a different situation. But I do believe... I do believe that God understands you and meets you where you are just like just like any with anyone else and I don't mean that in a way like I'm trying to disregard what you go through on a daily basis because I know it's different I know that you have this disorder that you're born with not anything just specifically happened to you it's just it's like part of you almost you know it's more chronic and recurring and of course that's that's different than a situational depression. I don't want to disregard that in any way because I know it's a daily struggle when this is something you face on a daily basis. But God can still meet you where you are, no matter if this is something that has happened to you to cause these feelings or it's something that you were born with and you struggle with every day. I just want to reassure you, God has no problems in working with you. Even if it is every single day of your life, he will be there with you. He will hold you, guide you, give you what you need. And I know that God wants you to know that even though you're born with this disorder, he didn't make a mistake with you. You're not broken. And he has a very special purpose for you. You're his child and he loves you. Everybody on this earth deals with something difficult in their lifetime. Even if from the outside it doesn't seem like it, many people fight internal battles that no one knows. But remember, God uses people and their experiences to help others, and your story can definitely be one he uses for someone else. So keep holding on and never give up. Don't be afraid to talk to other people. And especially with God. You're not alone in this. I know that I'm rooting for you and I'm praying for you. And I believe that your purpose is greater than you can imagine. Your story will be used to help other people. Maybe something that you're going through is something someone else is going through and you can help save them. So just stay strong and pray. Allow God to meet you. If you know anyone or if you personally are struggling with severe depression or suicidal thoughts, please don't hesitate to call 
the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Their number is 800-273-8255. Of course, I believe calling on God should be an immediate response. But God has put people on this earth to be here for you in times of need. So please call that number if you or anyone else ever needs it. These people have their purpose to help others. Alrighty, I think I'm going to conclude this episode. I know there's probably so much more I could talk about, but I'm going to leave it here for now. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you'll join me for episode 5. Bye.